Tuesday morning to you, Oregon. I'm Finn J.D. John, FJ at OffbeatOregon.com, and this is the Daily Offbeat Oregon Podcast. Since it is Tuesday, this is an archive show, first published as a newspaper column and podcast episode several years ago. Thanks for downloading, and I sure hope you enjoy it. This story was first published on January 18th of 2015 under the headline, How to Rob Trains with Dynamite. Tips from the Pros. Here we go. In a bit of a break with the usual format of Offbeat Oregon history, today I'm going to share with you the text of a promotional brochure mailed out shortly before the First World War by notorious criminal mastermind and motivational speaker Blackie DeCane. Footnote. Well, not really. Although all the train robberies mentioned in this column are real events from Oregon history, Blackie DeCane is not. He's a fictional character from E. E. Smith's classic pulp novel, The Skylark of Space, whom I have borrowed for comedic purposes. However, the advice he gives in this column would have stood an aspiring train robber in good stead back in the 1910s. End of footnote. Headline, Dynamite-Enhanced Train Robbing Techniques. Learn the Secrets of the Pros. Dear aspiring train robbers, Look, boys, I understand. Being an express robber ain't the easy gig it used to be back in the 1880s when the hills were full of stagecoaches with gold in the boots and rob me signs taped to the back windows. In fact, I expect some of you boys are in the same boat as poor old Bill Miner, reading this in prison after trying to use your stagecoach robbing skills on one of the railroad trains that replaced him. I don't guess I have to tell you so, but that just don't work. Luckily, I'm here to tell you what does. Dynamite. Yep, that's right. There are dozens of ways you can build a satisfying and profitable train-robbing career with this modern wonder, and zero ways you can do so without it. Yes, add some dynamite to your business today and start enjoying the lifestyle of a successful train-robber tomorrow. But watch out. Dynamite is tricky. It can (laughs) backfire on you if you don't know what you're doing. And that's why you need me and my special correspondence course on dynamite-enhanced train-robbing techniques. This course will teach you and your team of robbers how to stay safe and effective in using this modern miracle product to grow your train-robbing business. Here's just a taste of what you'll learn. Robbing Passengers I'm going to give it to you straight. If you're wanting to learn how to rob passengers on a train, don't buy this course because you're too dumb to teach. Seriously, bub. There are 40 citizens in the car, half of them with revolvers in their pockets, and you think you're just going to waltz down the aisle robbing them one after the other? Good luck with that. The smart operators never do this. That's how poor old Charles Manning got it when the Medor's stoner gang knocked over the Portland-Chicago train in Camilla back in July 1914, remember that? A lawman at the back of the car had a six-gun and knew how to use it pretty hard to finish a train robbing job once one of your team members has been picked off like that, and it's hard to get away clean once things have gone that badly south. Pro tip, when you're running for your life, you tend to leave clues behind. Now, some of my competitors will tell you that if you've got dynamite, you actually can rob passengers. Maybe they're right, but it's still mighty risky. 
My old pals John Case and James Poole found that out when they pulled the Cow Creek Canyon job in July 1895. John and Jim lit off a stick every couple minutes or so just to remind the passengers that if they tried anything funny, the whole works would go up in splinters. They got the loot and got away. But one of the passengers made them, and they got picked up later. The best advice is, leave the passengers be. The express car. As you boys all know, the express car is where the good stuff is. Oh, sure, you can find some good cash and securities and other valuables in the mail car, but the real money in a train robbery is in the express car, if you pick the right train. And you better be absolutely sure you do pick the right train. You want to pick a train that's carrying payroll cash or maybe a big shipment of gold bullion. There's nothing more disappointing than going to all the trouble of robbing a train and finding out it's the wrong one. Here's another pro tip, gents. If you stick up a train, knock on the door of the express car, and the express clerk opens it, that means you got the wrong train. Shake his hand and walk away. There's no loot in the car. Guaranteed. You see, the good things in life don't come easy. The fact is, the more loot is in that express car, the harder the clerk will fight to keep you out. To get into that car, you're going to have to use your dynamite like a can opener, and after that, you're probably going to have to use it to encourage the clerk to give up. And even then, it's not a sure thing, as my good friend Mr. X, he ain't been caught yet, so I'm keeping mum about his name, Mr. X learned when he knocked over the Oregon and California Fast Express in October 1901, just south of Saginaw. Remember that job? X picked a good one. There was a lot of loot on board, but he didn't have enough dynamite with him. The clerk wouldn't give up, and he didn't have enough dynamite to change the fella's mind. Finally, poor Mr. X had to slink off into the bushes south of Eugene with a couple hundred bucks filched from the mailbags and half of the mail clerk's boiled egg dinner. How much gold was on that train? I don't know, but they gave that clerk a thousand dollar bonus for defending it, so you bet your bottom dollar it would have been plenty. Moral of that story is, bring enough dynamite. Have a yeg on your team. Another thing you'd better bring if you're going to go after the big score is a good boxman, a yeg. That's because getting into the express car is only the first step. There will be a world-class safe inside that car with the goods inside, and usually the express clerk won't even know the combination to it. You've got to get into it and do it fast before the bulls show up. You need a yeg on your team, a boxman who knows where to drill the safe, and the smart yegs who work the train boxes use dynamite to get into them. One more tip. Keep in mind that dynamite doesn't work when it's cold. Don't make the same mistake my colleague Mr. Z made back in November 1906, tying a few sticks of dynamite to the tracks in a lonely stretch near Hood River and lurking in the bushes to wait for the explosion to stop the train. You probably never heard about this job, because it didn't happen. The train just ran over the dynamite and kept on going, and some kid found the squashed-up sticks of bluey a few days later. Remember, dynamite freezes at 45 degrees. If you're going to try something like this, wait for a warm summer night to do it. And much, much more. If you'd like to learn more secrets of the professional train robbers, send your check or money order for $19.95 to course number B101, Dynamite Enhanced Train Robbing Techniques, care of prisoner number 7215, Oregon State Penitentiary, Salem, Oregon. Do it today and start enjoying the exciting lifestyle of a successful train robber tomorrow. Sincerely, Blackie Decane, April 1st, 1916. 
Key sources in this fun little comedic article for the train robberies themselves came from back issues of the Portland Morning Oregonian, Oregon Journal, and Bohemia Nugget, and from Oregon State Archives. Blackie Duquesne is a character created by E.E. Smith and Lee Hawkins Garby. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks again for listening. This podcast is part of Offbeat Oregon History, a public history resource for the state we love. More info is at our hub page at offbeatoregon.com. Offbeat Oregon is a division of Pulp Lit Productions, a boutique publishing house about which more can be learned at pulp-lit.com. Speaking of which, if you enjoy listening to me, you might check out some of my audiobooks. You can find them most easily with a search for my name on audible.com. Most of them are old pulp stuff, H.P. Lovecraft, Edgar Rice Burroughs, etc., but at least two of them are Offbeat Oregon history type stuff. Check them out if you're so inclined. This podcast is covered under a Creative Commons license. For details, see offbeatorgan.com slash cc. Our theme music is by the Atlas String Band and was written by Carmen Ficara. Listen and download more at atlasstringband.com. Questions, critiques, ideas for a future episode? Email me at fj at offbeatorgan.com. Episodes of Offbeat Organ History are uploaded around 6 a.m. every weekday, so the next one will be on your device and ready to go before you know it. Until then, go out and fill up the rest of the day with good stuff. Bye now. Bye now.